Not sure if you're more of a book lover or a movie lover, but today I'm combining the two. Hello and welcome to Talk Bookish to Me, the podcast where readers gather to talk about books, share recommendations, and chase that five-star feeling. I'm your host, Gwen, and today I'm going to share some book and movie pairings. Basically, if you like this book, then you need to watch this movie or TV show and vice versa. Want even more Talk Bookish to me? Then check out my Patreon, The Night Owls. Patreon is a subscription-based space that allows me to share exclusive bonus content. Not only do you get extra podcast episodes, but I host craft nights, movie nights, and Taylor Swift parties. So if you're interested, click the link in the show notes to join. All right, let's go ahead and kick things off because I have 20 different pairings to share. The first one, if you enjoyed My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell, then you might like Keep This Between Us. So My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell alternates between Vanessa's present and her past. It's about memory and trauma with the breathless excitement of teenage girl discovering the power her own body can wield. And it's a masterful portrayal of troubled adolescents and its repercussions that raises vital questions about agency, consent, complicity, and victimhood. Keep This Between Us is actually a free-form documentary following one woman's journey as she re-examines her past relationship with a trusted teacher. And just in case you're wondering, yes, I'm going to have all of the books and all of these movies, TV shows, documentaries linked in the show notes, so definitely check that out. The next pairing is if you enjoyed The Wangs versus The World by Jade Chang, then you might like Shit's Creek with Eugene and Dave Levy and Catherine O'Hara. This is one of my all-time favorite shows. The Wangs versus The World by Jade Chang is um, a story about a man named Charles Wang, a Chinese immigrant with a cosmetics empire who suddenly finds himself bankrupt and carting his kids and amateur comedian Andrew and fashionista Grace and their stepmother to his eldest daughter's hideout in New York. Along the way, he'll have to figure out what's more important, keeping his fractured family together or reclaiming his pride back home in China. And if you know Shit's Creek, this is basically so closely related in my head, but Shit's Creek is hilarious. It um, follows Johnny Rose, and he is a victim of fraud. And him and his family go to um, from extremely wealthy to penniless overnight. And they end up in a small, unsophisticated town called Shit's Creek. Uh, they end up relocating there and culture shock ensues. Uh, absolutely love the show. Definitely check it out if you haven't. Uh, my next pairing, if you enjoyed One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid, then you're sure to enjoy Castaway starring Tom Hanks and Helen Hunt. One True Loves does have its own adaptation as well, if you're interested in that. Some of 
the books on this list do have adaptations, but I'm not pairing it with its adaptation necessarily. That doesn't mean I don't recommend the adaptation. I'm just trying to pick other TV shows and movies that it could pair with. So One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid follows Emma Blair, a young woman whose husband Jesse is presumed dead after he goes missing in a helicopter crash. When he is found alive years later, Emma has moved on and is now engaged to another man. So Once Your Loves explores themes of soulmates and everlasting love, family expectations and identity, and how individuals and relationships grow and change over time. In Castaway, you're following a male lead played by Tom Hanks, and he is a FedEx executive um, who undergoes physical and emotional transformation after crash landing on a deserted island. So it's kind of like a flip-flopped story, but very much the same. (laughs) My next pairing, if you enjoyed Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Blau, then you're sure to enjoy Almost Famous, starring Kate Hudson, Billy Crudup, and Patrick Fugit. This is another one of my all-time favorite movies. I will watch it anytime it's on. Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Blau uh, follows a 14-year-old girl's coming of age story in 1970s Baltimore. She is caught between her straight-laced family and the progressive family she nannies for, who happen to be secretly hiding a famous rock star and his movie star wife for the summer. And almost famous, again, it's kind of that flip-flop. We have a high school boy in the early 1970s who's given the chance to write a story for Rolling Stone magazine about an up-and-coming rock band as he accompanies them on their concert tour. So very different lifestyles, still following um, a young, you know, adult um, put in these situations. Very fun. Now, this next one might seem like a stretch, but when I read this book, parts of it reminded me of this movie. So if you enjoyed Billy Summers by Stephen King, then you might like Black Hawk Down starring Josh Hartnett, Ewan McGregor, and Tom Sizemore. So Billy Summers by Stephen King, probably my favorite Stephen King to date. He is an ex-Marine sniper, now a killer for hire who only kills bad people. He takes one last job, which will be the biggest payday of his career and would basically set him up for the rest of his life. The job requires him to work undercover as a freelance author working on a novel while waiting for the kill day. And his story that he is writing is what actually reminded me of Black Hawk Down and him being an ex-Marine sniper, like that's kind of woven into his story. Black Hawk Down is the story of 160 elite U.S. soldiers who dropped into Mogadishu in October 1993 to capture two top lieutenants of a renegade warlord, but found themselves in a desperate battle with a large force of heavily armed Somalians. My next pairing, a little bit lighter here. Um, If you enjoyed From Luke Off With Love by Mariana Zapata, then you should check out, it's an older movie, (laughs) 
but it fits. The Cutting Edge, uh, but they're very similar. It stars D.B. Sweeney and Maura Kelly. So from Luke Off With Love by Mariana Zapata is a story of a figure skater named Jasmine Santos, who is nearing the end of her skating career after being ditched by her ex-skating partner and forced to take a year off. Retirement is looming. That is until Lukoff needed a new partner and offered Jasmine the job. It's a hate-to-friends-to-lovers, slow-burn, contemporary romance. It follows two talented figure skaters who, after years of bantering, finally decide to join forces and become partners in pair skating. Now, the cutting age, a little bit different, but it's the same like banter and stuff like that. This one follows a temperamental figure skater and an arrogant former hockey player who attempt to win the Olympic gold medal as a figure skating pairs team. My next recommendation, if you enjoyed The Maid by Nita Prose, then you're sure to enjoy only Murders in the Building, starring Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. The Maid by Nita Prose is a cozy detective mystery about a maid that finds a guest dead in his hotel room. And Only Murders in the Building is, um, you have three strangers played by Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Um, they are bonded by their love of true crime podcasts, and they end up recording their very own, you know, podcast to accompany their investigations of murders and their building on the Upper West Side of New York City. The next recommendation I have is if you enjoyed The Astonishing Color of After by Emily X.R. Pan, then you might like Never Have I Ever. The Astonishing Color of After by Emily X.R. Pan. Um, we have our main character, Lee, and when her mother dies by suicide, her grief is just so heavy. And she decides to travel to Taiwan for the first time to experience where her mother laid her roots. And it's there that she comes to terms with her grief, her identity, and the relationships in her life. Um, And she's convinced that her mother has come back as a bird. So it definitely has those magical realism elements in it. Never Have I Ever, on the other hand, is a series about an Indian American teen girl who's mourning the death of her father. All she wants to do is spruce up her social status, but friends, family, and feelings don't make it easy on her. Next up, if you enjoyed We Were Liars by E. Lockhart, then you might like The Outer Banks. So We Were Liars by E. Lockhart follows the Sinclair family who spends every summer together on a private island, but eldest grandchild Candace knows this happy family is just a facade. When she's 15, Candace suffers a head injury, loses all memories of the summer, and doesn't return to the island for two years. When she does, she finds that her closest cousins, the liars, act strangely around her and a dark family secret looms over her head. 
but as Candace regains her memories of that summer, she'll find that they reveal a life-shattering truth. And then I paired it with the Outer Banks, and there are a couple of seasons out of Outer Banks. The first one um, is set on an island of haves and have-nots. Teen John B. enlists his three best friends to hunt for a legendary treasure linked to his father's disappearance. My next recommendation, if you enjoyed My Best Friend's Exorcism by Grady Hendrix, then you might like Jennifer's Body, starring Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried, and Adam Brody. Again, this is a book that does have an adaptation, but I'm giving an alternate recommendation. So if you don't know what My Best Friend's Exorcism is about the year, is 1988 and you have two best friends Abby and Gretchen they are high school sophomores and they have been best friends since fourth grade but after an evening of skinny dipping gone disastrously wrong Gretchen begins to act differently she's moody she's irritable and bizarre incidents keep happening whenever she's nearby So Abby starts an investigation and it leads her to some startling discoveries. And by the time their story reaches its terrifying conclusion, the fate of Abby and Gretchen will be determined by a single question. Is their friendship powerful enough to beat the devil? All right, so I paired it with Jennifer's Body, which is a newly possessed high school cheerleader who specializes in killing her male classmates. Can her best friend put an end to the horror? Such a fun movie. My next pairing, if you enjoyed Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Morena Garcia, then you might like The Haunting of Bly Manor, starring Victoria Pedretti, Oliver Jackson Cohen, and Amelia Eve. So Mexican Gothic is set in 1950s Mexico. Um, You have a glamorous debutante, Naomi, that sets off for the countryside house of High Place, where her cousin has just married a mysterious Englishman and is convinced her new home will be her doom. So Nomi finds High Place both terrifying and alluring, and with the help of the family's youngest son, she sets about unearthing the home's dark secrets. I wasn't a super fan of Mexican Gothic, but The Haunting of Bly Manor, I am a super fan of. So even if you didn't like the book, you should still watch this show. (laughs) So The Haunting of Bly Manor, um, after an au pair's tragic death, Henry hires a young American nanny to care for his orphaned niece and nephew who reside at Bly Manor with the chef Owen, the groundskeeper Jamie, and the housekeeper Miss Gross. So you actually follow the nanny as she's taking care of these children and the manor is haunted. (laughs) All right, my next pairing, if you enjoyed Pines by Blake Crouch, then you might like Dark. Pines by Blake Crouch is set in Wayward Pines. It's your typical small town in Idaho from the outside, at least. Um, So when secret agent Ethan began searching the town for missing agents, he's shocked to wake up from an accident with no ID and no phone. 
Although the people seem friendly, mysterious electric fences surround the town and he finds himself unable to contact anyone back home. As his investigation unearths more questions than answers, Ethan realizes this town is more dangerous than it appears. And I paired it with Dark, which is a family saga with a supernatural twist. It's set in a German town where the disappearance of two young children exposes the relationships among four different families. Next up, if you enjoyed The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab, then you might like The Age of Adeline, starring Blake Lively and Michael Hoosman. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab is about a young woman in a moment of desperation who makes a bargain to live forever and is cursed to be forgotten by everyone she meets. Thus begins the extraordinary life of Addie LaRue and a dazzling adventure that will play out across centuries and continents, across history and art, as a young woman learns how far she will go to leave her mark on the world. But everything changes when after nearly 300 years, Addie stumbles across a young man in a hidden bookstore and he remembers her name. So, like I said about Mexican Gothic and the Haunting of Bly Manor, not a super fan of the book, but a super fan of the movie that I'm about to recommend, The Age of Adeline. This is about a young woman born at the turn of the 20th century who is rendered ageless after an accident. After many solitary years, she meets a man who complicates the eternal life she has settled into. Next up, one of my all-time faves, if you enjoyed Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid, then you might like King Richard starring Will Smith. So Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid is an epic adventure about a female athlete, perhaps past her prime, brought back to the tennis court for one last grand slam. And then what I paired it with King Richard is a look at how tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams became who they are um, after the coaching from their father, Richard Williams. If you enjoyed the graphic novel, The Girl from the Sea by Molly Ostertag, then you might like the Pixar movie, Luca. So The Girl from the Sea by Molly Ostertag, it has a young protagonist named Morgan. She's 15 years old and she has a secret. She can't wait to escape the perfect little island where she lives. She's desperate to finish high school and escape her sad divorced mom, her volatile little brother, and worst of all, her great group of friends who don't understand Morgan at all. Because really, Morgan's biggest secret is that she has a lot of secrets, including the one about wanting to kiss another girl. Then, one night, Morgan is saved from drowning by a mysterious girl named Kelty. The two become friends and suddenly life on the island doesn't seem so stifling anymore. But when Kelsey has some secrets of her own and as the girls start to fall in love, everything they're trying to hide will find its way to the surface, whether Morgan is ready or not. And Luca, it's set on the Italian Riviera. Um, it 
is about an unlikely but strong friendship that grows between a human and a sea monster disguised as a human. Super fun. Now, this next one, also a little bit of a stretch because we're talking about an adult romance and I'm about to (laughs) recommend a like made for TV movie that's made for like young adults. (laughs) So if you enjoyed the X-Hex by Aaron Sterling, then you might like Halloween Town. And the reason why I paired these is because the town in the X-Hex felt very much like the town in Halloween Town. So I'm just going to go ahead and recommend it. The XX by Aaron Sterling conjures up the sweet ambiance of an old Meg Ryan movie and the romance, holiday sparkle, and gorgeous scenery of a Hallmark movie. It's full of wishes, witches, and hexes gone wrong. Now, Halloween Town is about a young girl living with her secret witch mother who learns that she too is a witch, and she must help her witch grandmother save Halloween Town from evil forces. My next recommendation is also kind of holiday themed. If you enjoyed Mistletoe Motive by Chloe Lees, then you might like You've Got Mail starring Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. And I love both of these so much. So I definitely recommend you pick them up this holiday season the book, and watch the movie. So Mistletoe Motive by Chloe Lees is a slow burn enemies to lovers holiday romance with some spice. It's also an own voices story for its portrayal of autism by an autistic author. He loathes the holidays. She loves them. She's full of festive chair. He's brimming with bah humbugs. Besides unreasonably seasonable names, the only thing Jonathan Frost and Gabrielle Denali have in common is a healthy dose of mutual contempt. Well, that in the same place of employment as the city's most beloved independent bookstore, Bailey's Bookshop. But when the store's owners confess its dire financial state, Jonathan and Gabby discover another unfortunate commonality the imminent threat of unemployment. With the Bailey's requests to minimize expenses, win new customers, and make record sales dancing in their heads, Jonathan and Gabby conclude, barring a financial Christmas miracle, one of them will soon be cut from the payroll. Neither one of them are willing to step down from their position, so they strike a bargain. Whoever has more sales in December gets to stay on in the new year. The loser will resign. With a lifetime's worth of festive tricks up her sleeve, Gabby should easily outsell her nemesis, except the unreadable Mr. Frost's every move seems purely designed to throw her off her game. And you've got mail, you have a book superstore owner, Joe Fox, and then you have an independent bookshop owner, Kathleen Kelly, who anonymously fall in love on the internet. But both are blissfully unaware that he's actually trying to put her out of business. So very similar vibes. Love both. Definitely check it out. My next recommendation, if you enjoyed a separate piece by John Knowles, then you might like Dead Poet Society starring Robin Williams, Robert Sean Leonard, and Ethan Hawke. 
This is a classic book and a classic movie. Timeless in its description of adolescence during a period when the entire country was losing its innocence to the Second World War. Set at a boys boarding school in New England during the early years of World War II, it's a harrowing and luminous parable of the dark side of adolescence. Jean is a lonely, introverted intellectual. Venus is a handsome, taunting, and daredevil athlete. What happens between the two friends one summer, like the war itself, banishes the innocence of these boys and their world. And then Dead Poet Society. If you have not seen this movie, do yourself a favor. It follows a maverick teacher named John Keating, who uses poetry to embolden his boarding school students to new heights of self-expression. I have two more pairings for you. Um, first up is if you enjoyed Bird Box by Josh Mallerman, you might like A Quiet Place. So Bird Box by Josh Mallerman follows a woman's struggle to protect two children in a world where people are driven to violence by unseen monsters, touching on such themes as paranoia, raising children to deal with an uncertain future, and the dangers of exceptionalism. A Quiet Place is uh, follows a family struggling to survive in a world where most humans have been killed by blind but noise sensitive creatures they are forced to communicate in sign language to keep the creatures at bay so one is sight driven and one is sound driven but they're very much the same vibes and my last pairing for today, if you enjoyed Vicious by V.E. Schwab, then you might like The Boys. Vicious by V.E. Schwab follows college roommates Eli and Victor share an interest in artificial superpowers. And when these brilliant minds turn their theory into reality, things do not go as planned. Ten years later, Victor breaks out of prison to find his friend turned foe who has dedicated his life to eradicating all of the superpowered people he created. It's a story of two powerful men fueled by betrayal and revenge with a little comic book action thrown in. And The Boys is a TV series available on Prime Video about a group of vigilantes set out to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. So that's a wrap on if you like this book, watch this movie or TV show. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I have so many more recommendations. So if you would like a part two to this, definitely let me know. Maybe I can do that sometime in the future. Talk Bookish to Me is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you book discussions, recommendations, and literary topics galore. Rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Be sure to tag Talk Bookish Podcast in your listening selfies and stories on Instagram. The link for Patreon is in the show notes. Until next time, happy reading. Happy reading.